What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I heard there's an NBA final uh, live final going on and it's like multiple days. Is that true? Yes. Yes. It's, uh, it was yesterday, obviously. And today, uh, boss man clearly has a piece of that. A couple other names we see in our premium slack also involved. Um, but yeah, they got to go through the rest of today's game. So if there's any sort of sweat going on for, People of the Osimo brand, I'm sure you'll see it on our Twitter account. So go to at Osimo underscore com to follow us. Shout out to Yahoo Sports for being the presenting sponsor of this show. I'll tell you a little bit more about Yahoo as we get started. But as we slowly get people in the door, be sure to hit that thumbs up, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. So yesterday, 220.85 was the winning score. Uh, in the big contest on DraftKings, Brandon Bielak and Zach Gallen. Uh, you needed the five-man Mets stack. Alonzo, uh, Cano, J.D. Davis, Nimmo, Dom Smith, Trent Grisham, Tatis, and Travis Darno. The stack was the Mets. Mets and Padres, which makes me feel great. Glad I avoided that. Yeah, uh, I think I think Lafayette and I were on the Mets uh, somewhat. Um, I So I ended up just playing – a little bit on FanDuel because um, I was late swapping for NHL and stuff. So wouldn't have had time, but uh, yeah, I mean, just looks like your standard five man Met stack. We, I mean, we love Tatis. Uh, I'm sure you saw the controversy or maybe, maybe it's controversy, maybe not um, about Tatis hitting a grand slam on a three Oh pitch when they were up. Uh, I don't think there's not that many people like mad about it, but I don't know. Maybe a couple of people are mad about it out there. I, that's if awesome. you're mad about it, you need to really reevaluate the things that happen in your life. Right. Like it's guy hit a home run on a three Oh pitch. What was he supposed to do? Just ground out on purpose. Yeah. Start, what, like let like him throw it, three strikes in a row. You don't stop from hitting home runs. If you can, you don't want to take extra bases and stuff like that on the base path, whatever it, it if I remember correctly, like it's not like the game was fully out of reach. Like it was a seven run, was it ten three, something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was like six or seven run game, which <laughs> doesn't happen. You don't often, ever, you don't ever stop trying to hit. You just right. don't. This Why is a would little you? league. These guys are and, paid to do this. And guys have like incentives for home runs hit and batting average and all this stuff in their contracts. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's just it, the, the for the people that are mad, and maybe there's not that many anymore. Um, but I remember we used to get comments in the YouTube chat all the time. Like, uh, when we first started a couple of years ago, uh, like, Oh, so disrespectful. Just, you know, I, I just don't get it. It's, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. It's entertainment. Let's play. That's baseball for you. Anyway, hit that thumbs up. Let's talk a little bit about Yahoo. They are the presenting sponsor of our baseball shows. Highly recommend you go check them out. Because that's the only way that you can become a baller, one. And it's the only way that you can get them YSRPs. You can get up to $30 in Yahoo Sports Rewards points by signing up using the promo code AWESOMO. Uh, it's going to treat you like every DFS site. But you're going to have softer competition. You'll see a lot of 10 max contests and the real key to it all. Low management fees or daily no management fee contests. That's where your bread's going to get buttered. Being able to remove a management fee from the money that you quote unquote lose is fantastic. It makes you significantly more profitable to just spend less on that sort of stuff. I highly recommend you check out Yahoo. Again, you can get up to $30 in them YSRPs. Use that promo code Osimo. 
Jake, we've got 10 games to dive into. We've got to give way to NBA Live before lock at 12.30. So we've got an hour. We can't be given any crazy, long-winded opinions. Not that I ever do that, but you know what I mean. You ready to dive into this? Yeah, let's do it, man. All righty then. Yankees and Rays, 4.1 run implied total for the Yanks, 4-4 for the Rays. Masahiro Tanaka against Blake Snell. Two legitimately decent players. Well, one really good, one sometimes good starter. Are you looking towards Tanaka or Snell at all? Snell, 9,500 on DraftKings. Kind of a big number against the Yankees. Yeah. Tough, I mean, obviously a really tough matchup. It's not quite the Yankees lineup uh, sure. that we're accustomed to with without Stanton and Judge. So he's getting a break there. I still think he's going to be able to get strikeouts here, and that's what you're looking for with Snell. You're getting somewhat of a discount on him. Um, he's a favorite and it's a really low total for Yankee stadium. Um, so I, I got to about 13% of Snell who's 20% owned. Okay. Um, I would like to get to a little bit more of that. Cause I think he's probably still one of the highest upside pitchers on the slate. Um, maybe right next to Castillo and the ownership differences is, um, pretty significant right now. So yeah, I like Snell. Um, I, I certainly don't think I'm going to be going to, Yankees bats here. Yeah. We're going to see Snell's ownership go up quite a bit now that Castillo is not a part of this slate too. Um, That's right. I, I crunched right before that game got, uh, got announced out. So he's going to, yeah, he's going to come way up. Yeah. I would say Snell's probably my second favorite starter today. It's going to be pretty difficult for me to get away from him. I think Tanaka's probably going a little under owned. Um, we have him getting 5% ownership on DraftKings, no ownership on FanDuel. I don't mind getting to a little bit more. I like him more than any of the other arms at 7K. David Peterson picking up 18% ownership. Nate Pearson picking up 13. I think that I would lean more towards Tanaka in that spot, but Snell is the guy I truly have my eye on from a hitting perspective. Am I reading this correctly? Like the Yankees just aren't owned? Yeah. it's From top, the, from top to bottom, not owned? Well, I mean, I don't, do you think they should be? I don't think they should be. Very. Like, I wouldn't. Ex- you should I wouldn't have expected a one. Time. I wouldn't expect one percent straight down the line from FanDuel and DK. Mm-hmm. I, I, like someone gets in there an extra lineup now. Yeah, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> you would think like maybe Sanchez just against any lefty would get some ownership here, um, right. or like Gleyber Torres shortstop forty six hundred. Like, there's there's some okay guys to get to, but I'm just not really in the business of one-offing against stud pitchers that much. Yeah, I I hear you there. I'm not saying that I think that the Yankees should be like massively owned or anything along those lines, but I was a little surprised to see just straight ones down the column. Uh, I think Aaron Hicks would be a a fine option if he really is leading off. Torres and Sanchez are great. Um, I don't think it matters all that much just because it's going to depend on how much ownership Snell picks up from Castillo. If that number starts getting a little higher, I don't mind betting against or betting on some of the power from New York. But when it's in the twenties, I don't see the hedge as like. I don't think I don't think the hedge is possible. Right, you mean like the leverage that you get stacking against him? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's obviously going to be much higher now. So if he's the most popular pitcher on the slate, and you're a contrarian player. Um, you know, and you're always looking to gain as much leverage as possible, which isn't a terrible strategy in MLB. Um, you're, get, you're still getting a team that is pretty loaded in the top five, at the very least, even without Judge and Stanton. So, yeah, um, it is a good team. I, I get it from that sense. But um, with the Yankees bats, like, I would either, if you just think it's way too low owned, I would just stack them up and hope you get uh, Snell having his one, uh, one of his – three or four bad performances over um, the course of a 162 game season. So maybe he has one or two of those this season um, and just hope to catch lightning in a bottle with the high upside team. Man, some people are just insane. <laughs> anyway, let's yeah. talk raise. Let's talk raise bets. Uh, not actually Twitter, but neither here uh, nor there. I really like the raise. Uh, that should not be terribly surprising. They're not getting a lot of ownership as a stack. Uh, Tetsugo is picking up 21% on DraftKings because he's $2,400. After that, it's like 7, 8, 9, 10, relatively light. Um, 
raise my third overall stack today. Uh, kind of jumbled up too, but if they're going to go relatively low owned as a five man, I think that's a direction I'd like to go. We have Tampa in the middle of the pack in top stack odds. They also have a pretty high ownership share. A lot of that is being wrapped up um, in value bats that I don't think you necessarily need. I think it's pretty easy to get to the top of the raise order. Do you want to stack against Tanaka? Oh, I'm stacking against Tanaka. I just, yeah, you, you alluded to the top stack tool. They're a little bit overowned. No one's crazy overowned right now, but as things switch around, if they start getting up closer to double digits, I might just look elsewhere. For now, though, um, pretty good prices on the guys in the middle of the order. So um, usually with what I do, what I do with these lower owned stacks is look to them more or these uh, low priced but uh, high value stacks that get owned a lot is just try to go with two mans and three mans. I think yeah. they're a really good candidate for that tonight. Yeah, Meadows in the leadoff spot, 5K is pretty healthy price tag, but um, I think he's the best bat on the team today. Uh, G-Man Choi at 3,300, that's a pretty easy way to fill out a first base spot. Do you think you get to like the field of the Rays or do you think you end up under there? I would say right now, if they're going to be double their their top stack percentage, I would be below. Okay. Um, they might come up a little bit. They might they might go down a little bit. I'm not exactly sure how the one game being off the slate is going to affect things. But, um, yeah, right now I'd say below on Tampa stacks. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite bat in this game on DraftKings? I'll hit everybody with FanDuel after this. Uh, pro- probably Meadows. You're just not getting him at a discount, really. 5K. Right. And then, oh, on the Yankee side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll take Gliber Torres, $4,600. Yeah, not bad for a shortstop. Uh, from the Yankees on FanDuel, give me Torres as well, 2900 for shortstop. And then on FanDuel, I'm with you. It's Austin Meadows, 3600 for an outfielder, but in the leadoff spot, lefty-righty against Tanaka. That looks good to me. Next one, not all that appealing. Pirates and Indians, 3.9 run implied total for the Pirates, 5.1 for the Indians. If you look on Fangraphs, it's Jonathan Brubaker. If you look everywhere else, it's JT Brubaker. But either way, Brubaker going up against Carlos Carrasco. Carrasco picking up some love, 14% owned on FanDuel, 24% owned on DraftKings. Brubaker not owned at all. How are you handling Carrasco here? Um, not a fun strikeout matchup, but he looks really good. And I'm not all that worried about a pirates lineup that projects with a 92 weighted runs created plus. Yeah. I guess just the strikeouts is always a thing with pirates. Um, so on the season, let's see, I've got 2019 pulled up, which probably isn't too bad of an idea on the season. The pirates are at just got to do control F. Oh, they're actually much higher than I expected. 24.5% against varieties this season. Is that right? I would not have expected it to be that high. Wow. Uh, So that's top 10. I wonder why that would be. Maybe just weak at the bottom of the lineup. Um, Or some of these guys have taken a step back and just striking out more. Anyways, uh, that's a lot higher than I expected. I thought they'd be well below league average. Um, 51 WRC plus against righties this year. So they've just had a real tough go. Um, Carrasco's projection with Castillo off the slate. Now he's the highest projected pitcher on the slate right now. Um, not going to be a great value for almost 10 K, but uh, I think I prefer him over Darvish if I could only have one of those two guys. So yeah, I like Carrasco against the pirates with that uh, increased K rate so far. Right now I have Darvish ahead of Carrasco. Um, We'll see as we get a little bit more information and finalize lineups if that changes, but Carrasco is three uh, behind Darvish, behind Snell. Uh, I think the ownership is reasonable, though. I wouldn't see a way to get away from it. I certainly have zero interest in a Pirates bat. I'll say that I like Josh Bell a little on FanDuel at 2,500, but I don't see this as a stackable team at all. And... Ramirez and Lindor are picking up a ton of ownership across both sites. I think that you can get to a five-man Indian stack pretty easily, but you'll probably want to leave one of those guys out depending on what the rest of like your stack looks like. 
Indians are 10th for me. So I, I can't really make a, a big stance on them. I would have some, but I wouldn't go crazy. Yeah. I'm seeing uh, Lindor Ramirez, which are two guys you always get to if you use the Osmo projections. They're just really good for DFS. Um, as long as they're not facing an ace. Um, I didn't get to a lot of Indian stacks though. Like <clears throat> there was mostly those two guys and then some Fran Mill Reyes and, that was really about it for, for Cleveland here. Um, I got to 6% Brubaker just because okay. it's $4,700 and Alex has them expected to go deep enough to get to almost double digit points on DK. Hmm. And that's valuable if you're 4,700, no matter who you are. All right. Um, favorite bat on the pirate side. Do you have one? <laughs> yeah, you hit it bell. Okay. On the Indian side, who are you taking, Ramirez or Lindor? Uh, Ramirez. I'll take Ramirez. As will I. We're running in lockstep here. Um, Indians, by the way, fifth in the top stack odds. They're about as owned as um, their top stack percentages. So keep that in mind. To my Braves, the Atlanta Braves, 5.2 run implied total. Nats, 4.8. 55% chance to win for Atlanta. Josh Tomlin going for the Braves. Austin Voth going for the Washington Nats. Neither pitcher picking up any ownership. You get to either one of them. I think Voth probably a little too expensive for this spot. No, I don't, I don't think I'm going to get to either of these guys. Uh, not great strikeout matchups, even if they were great strikeout pitchers. Um, no, I'd, I'd be more worried about rostering bats. Or not worried. I'd be more inclined to to roster some bats here <clears throat> not high totals on either side um so that's making me pause a little bit like i'm looking at freddie freeman of course um Marcakis down the lineup and then travis dr no his price is just broken on dk yeah, he, he's your cat he's your cash game catcher is, is he the best option i haven't I guess looked at catchers. I can't imagine it. I'm just assuming there's not a catcher that has like. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. More than 38% ownership at 3K? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's Just 30? a safe guess. Wow. I didn't he's even 3K, notice that. 38% owned. That's your cash catcher. 38%. Yeah. So I would just roster that in cash uh, and yeah. move on. Um. Yeah, I think the Braves are a perfectly fine stack here. They're they're just a they've just got a pretty good lineup, and um, we certainly don't expect big things from Both. If you look no. at the projections, uh, Braves going a little over owned. Washington also going a little over owned. Um, they 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 break out as my number four overall stack on DK, number five on Fanduel. Uh, that Trey Turner Eaton Soto trio at the top always looks great. Uh, Eric Thames, if he's on or if he's in the lineup on FanDuel, twenty three hundred. I think that's a really nice spot to try to buy a home run. Um, if you're going to get to any part of this game, is it a Brave stack or is it a Nat stack? Yeah, it's it's probably it's probably a Nat or I'm sorry, it's probably a Brave stack, um, just because they've got kind of a good mix of expensive guys. Well, really Freeman. And I guess uh, Swanson is somewhat expensive yeah. leading off uh, Ozuna in the mid fours. And then uh, a bunch of value options as well. Darno, Marcakis and uh, Duval down their lineup. So like how the brave stack sets up a little bit. Yeah. So do I, I'm a little surprised to see some of their ownership. I mean, even if you just leave out Travis Darno in a GPP lineup, you're going to be unique. So yeah, no problem getting, 
to something like that. Like and the Braves and Flatline total too. I think the the reason <clears throat> the reason the Braves are overowned is because like we we take the average ownership of all the guys in the lineup for the top stack tool, and he's just yeah. bringing that up so high. So I don't like actually think it's going to be five man Brave stacks and seven no. percent of lineups. It's going to be a lot of Darno, uh, a lot of Darno like Freeman lineups or something like that um, in tournaments. So I don't they are technically overowned, but I don't think that the actual stack is going to be that popular. Travis Darno making up 64% of all of the hitting exposure for the Braves on DraftKings. So yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, that's not quite. Ooh, Aaron Gordon ruled out in the NBA. That's a uh, very important news that I need to deal with in 45 minutes when NBA live before lock kicks off with Dave Lockren and Adam share taking you all the way up to 1:30 PM. And then we get uh, Jake, you'll be on at, 1230-ish uh, yeah, for NHL? Probably, probably push that back about 15 minutes. So 1245 Eastern time is when Cliffy and I will start okay. and uh, talk about four-game slate. Got some pretty good prizes today. There we go. And we also got uh, the PGA Strategy Show every Tuesday at 2.30 p.m. Ben Raza and Tim Frank breaking down the whatever open is happening this week. I have not seen anything for golf yet. So I will learn about this week's tournament. The Northern today. Trust it is. Thank you. Northern Trust. You. I don't know what you had to do today that you know that, but I, I appreciate it. I, I upload all the videos for, uh, for Jason. So that'll do it. That'll do it. Um, all right. Let's sum this one up quickly. A favorite Braves bat on DraftKings. I'm going to, I'm going to exclude Freeman because he's, he's basically uh, always the guy I get to. Um, I like Marcakis. I just think that people don't play him as much as they probably should. Um, and they leave him off of stacks because they don't think he's a high upside. Uh, they don't think he's a high upside player, but that doesn't necessarily matter if you're stacking up a team. So I like Mark a little bit. And on the Nat? I mean, I'll leave off Soto. And I liked your uh, Eric Thames call. All righty. On FanDuel, I am going to go to Freddie Freeman because I think he's the best bat on the Atlanta Braves, and I don't mind picking him on multiple days. And on the Nats, um, the guy that I always take, that would be Trey Turner, 3,400, shortstop, leadoff spot. I like it when you can do all of those things. Perfect opportunity for everyone to hit the like button while you're here. Like I said, it helps us out an absolute ton. Um Likes matter, and uh, the NBA show is going to blow us out of the water, but we can take pride in having like a better like-to-view ratio, I think. So go ahead and hit that thumbs up. That is what I would like to see. Free content today, NBA ownership rankings, NHL player projections, MLB ownership projections, and Alex Baker's PGA rankings. All four of those pieces of content for today and today only are free. Go check them out, awesomeo.com. Com. To the Dodgers we go. Dodgers and Mariners. Dodgers favored by 2.1 runs. 5.8 run implied total for LA. 3-7 for the Mariners. That's a 70%, 70% chance to win. Tony Gonsolin going for LA. Marco Gonzalez going for Seattle. No ownership going to Marco Gonzalez. That should not be surprising. No ownership going to Tony Gonsolin either. Uh, 2% owned on FanDuel, 3% owned on DraftKings. I just don't think he goes deep enough in a game. I'm not going to be getting to pitching here, are you? Yeah, yeah. The, the problem with Gonsolin is it just we don't have a projected going very far. Um, yeah. So we only got him for 11.3 points on DK for 8,700. Even with range of outcomes, like even if you're not just using median projections, I think his upside is just capped, as is, is the case with a lot of Dodgers pitchers. So, um, it's not like you're getting a great price on him either. It's the, the win equity is baked into his price. So I probably won't get to either of these guys. Um, Marco, I haven't looked at him in the top pitchers tool. I'm guessing he's under owned just because he's not like any cheap guy that's not owned at all has a four or 5% chance of being a top two pitcher. Yeah. So those will be guys I'll try to get to just cause no one's playing them. Uh, even with that being the case, I got to, let's see here. I got to zero Marco Gonzalez <laughs> trying to get to him uh, yeah. in 150 lineups. So uh, 
probably a no go for me. And then you just, you just stack up the Dodgers bats. I think at this point, it's just the, probably the best lineup now. Um, yeah. In the MLB night to night with no judge and Stanton in the Yankees lineup. So, and no talent in Boston any longer. Yeah, exactly. So we have the Dodgers with the fourth highest top stack odds. Um, I don't get the sense that I'm going to get there. I have them seventh. Uh, this is, I don't know if it's just a price thing. We got Mookie at 6,100 still grading out. Okay. Um, AJ Pollock picking up 50. He's the most owned guy on DraftKings right now. I think that I'm more likely to fade the Dodgers than play the Dodgers. What are you, what about you? What are you seeing? They're not like, they're not my number one stack right now. They are, they're always kind of up there in the mix though. They're probably third, looks like third or fourth. I don't have aggregate ownership, but you've got Mookie at almost 20%. And then some other guys, double digits, Pollock uh, and Justin Turner right now based on their ownerships, Chris Taylor as well. So they're up there for me, but not number one. I think they're getting, they're not getting really overowned. It's essentially the same. Um, if you're looking at DraftKings, um, there's just some other teams that are really underowned that have a better or almost just as good chance of being uh, the top stack. Favorite Dodgers bat. This one's tricky because of their price tags. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Pollock. I think that's probably the chalk answer. Thirty-nine hundred dollar batting cleanup is what we have him in for. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll take Pollock. I want to agree with you, but I think on Fanduel I'm gonna take Justin Turner, thirty-two hundred, uh, similar ownership. I think that I can find an outfield bat uh, that's slightly better off today on the Mariners side. I don't want to recommend a bat. <laughs> they stink. No, they do. They do stink. Uh, let's see if I got to any of these guys. I got to. Uh, I always get to Austin Nola. I don't. I think it's just because he's cheap. Thirty five hundred dollars. Any bats in the middle of the order. So that's the one guy I got to over five percent on Seattle. If I were going to get a Seattle bat individually on FanDuel it would be Dylan Moore. And at that point in time, I would uh, just assume that baseball had ended or I started playing like triple A DFS and that would be terrible. Yeah. It's not great. There it's not in great. Seattle. Let's get out of this one. Marlins and Mets. Yeah. This is about to get a lot better. 4.1 run implied total for the Marlins. 5-4 for the Mets. Umberto Mejia going for the Marlins. Which I think I did like a fantastic job of saying that right now. Yeah, anyway, David, David Peterson, uh, that one a little bit more in my wheelhouse, going for the Mets. Peterson, eighteen percent owned on DraftKings right now at seventy six hundred. Mejia at five K on DK. Are you paying? Are you paying down for Mejia? One, I don't think he's going to be in the game long enough, so I am not. What do you want to do with David Peterson at eighteen percent ownership and potentially more now that Luis Castillo is out? Yeah, I, I like Peterson a lot. Uh, real quick on Mejia, yeah, just not not going to go deep enough, I don't think. Um, looking at Peterson, he's not he's not like a super impressive pitcher. He doesn't miss a ton of bats. Nineteen percent K rate. Uh, going back to the start of last season, I've got twenty nineteen twenty included here. Um, but it's just the Marlins against lefties. They're striking out. I think at over a twenty five percent clip. Um, just search by their active roster. So I have their projection at 26. That's how bad it is. <laughs> 27.3 this season, 176 plate appearances. So we're still talking about a pretty small sample, but yeah, uh, I, I don't think we'd expect the Marlins to be great against either hand, despite uh, they won quite a few games. Um, yeah. They've only played a few games, but they've won a decent amount of them. So yeah. nobody wanted to go to the ballpark. They were scared to catch the coronavirus. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I like Peterson for 7,600. I think with Castillo off the slate now, he's going to get juiced up here and probably end up, I'm guessing the top pitcher tool won't like him if he's owned any any higher than he already is. He's going to be close to 20% without Castillo. And now um, I'm guessing people will just save a few dollars, uh, or actually a couple grand off of Castillo 
and uh, load up on their bats. And Peterson seems like the logical guy to pick up a lot of this ownership. Yeah, we're on the same page there. Do you have a single Marlins bat you want to recommend today? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think I'm good on the Marlins. Yeah, you and me both. Uh, VR is in a vacuum is priced okay. Um, not my spot. Marlins, dead last. 20th out of 20 for me in my stack rankings. Mets are 11th on both sites. Um, kind of like I'm a little bit more on FanDuel than I do on DK. The problem is they're kind of hard to stack on FanDuel. Three outfielders in your top four positions or in the lineup at the very least. Do you like the Mets here against Humberto Mejia? I do. They are they're my number one stack right now, actually. Um, I've got a ton of Nimmo and Dominic Smith is not picking up any ownership. I know he's probably going to bat sixth at best, more likely seventh. Um, but our projections like the Mets and they're not getting owned. So yeah. I don't see what's to dislike about them on DraftKings specifically. Um, yeah, I, I'm surprised you said that they were 11th for you. So I don't want to overreact to like the raw ranking. Um where I have the Mets and where I have the Rays um, who are third, there's not a lot separating them. Uh, you can make a case that three through 11 are all basically the same tier, ignoring salary. Uh, they're just really bunched together. Blue Jays are at the top, then a, then a gap, then the Phillies, and then a huge list of teams before it falls off after the Mets. So um while they are 11th in aggregate and I likely would not get to them all that much, uh, it's, you know, if this run total went up a little bit more, they move their lineup around a little bit, they could easily hop up. So it's a really tricky spot in the mid tier for me today. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's fair. It's going to be like um, same sort of thing as most 11 game MLB slates where you've got maybe one or two top teams that are picking up a lot of exposure. And then um, the next seven or eight, if you play this spread out approach, which I think is what a lot of the top players do, um, you're going to end up with three to 5% on a handful of other teams as well. So that makes sense. Uh, the Mets are just breaking free for me because they're getting a lot of love uh, in the top stacks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, top stack odds double their ownership share as of right now. I really do like these guys at the top. Nimmo, Davis, Conforto, um, it helps that you get some additional eligibility. Uh, like J.D. Davis is a third baseman on DraftKings, outfielder on FanDuel. McNeil gets third base outfield eligibility on DK. I think they're easier to get to on DK, so that's where I would be focused most if I'm trying to roster the Mets. Favorite bat on the Mets side? I guess based on ownership, I like Dominic Smith to hit a home run here. Ooh, Dual I position like eligibility. Um He's under 1% owned right now, I think. Yeah, I just like the Mets stack a ton, so he's really popping off for me. All right, if I'm taking one Mets bat on FanDuel, I'm going to be super contrarian. I'm going to go to Michael Conforto. Um, I think that he's decent at baseball. But without like joking around, 3,100 for an outfielder. He's the best hitter on the Mets. Huge power potential. It's not a great park for power. So at the very least, I want to lean a little bit closer to uh, where the power plays up, and that would be lefty power in Miami. So give me a little bit of uh, Conforto. Love it. Moving good, man. Five games up, five games down so far. So far, We've got five more to go. Uh, again, if you can't hit that like button, I know we only have like 225 of y'all in here, but I think we can get the likes over a hundred, like triple digits seems like it'd be yeah. perfect. We can get over a hundred for sure. Yeah. Slow grind, slow grind. Uh, Red Sox and Phillies. Red Sox 5.3 run implied total Phillies 5.7. Zach Godley starting for the Red Sox, who I think only starts in games where you and I do shows together. Zach Eflin going for the Phillies. I feel like the last time I talked baseball, we had two Zachs on the slate as well. No one's owning Godley. No one's owning Eflin. I'm not surprised by that. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At Red Sox, my fourth or fifth ranked stack, depending on which site you're playing on. Phillies are second. You getting to any pitching in this bad boy? I'll probably get to, man, I'll probably get to some godly. Um, of course you will. Not, I mean, yeah. This was a couple of years ago. I'd be all in. I'd be taking yeah. a second mortgage on the house, and just firing <laughs> up as much godly as possible. I only got to a couple shares of him so far. Um, okay. I, the problem is him. Well, he, he's not the same pitcher um, as he was a couple of years ago when you could roster him for 5,600 with a 5.8 implied total against. Um, it, it's just too high of a total for him to project like in play right now. Um if you just wanted to throw in a $5,600 pitcher, then sure. But there's probably better options, even if even cheaper than him. So um, it's about the bats here with this massive total. And uh, I, I want to say I like the Red Sox, but they're, you just look at all these hitters and they're just so, so weak, uh, some of these guys. And then you're not even getting discounts on like Christian Vasquez, righty, righty. $4,500 on DK when you've got Darno and a bunch of other cheaper catchers. Um, so outside of the, the obvious guys, uh, Devers and JD and Bogarts, um, I don't really like the, the Red Sox full stack that much. I think you can get to something. Those first five guys, Verdugo, Devers, Martinez, Bogarts, Moreland. I like that. Um, not really tough to get to hits the right positions, no crazy prices. So I'd be happy to go that direction. Um, we have the Phillies as the number one team in the top stack odds. How does that feel to you? They are going a little bit over-owned. It is a great spot though. And a big time run total. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. They look good. Um, I mean, they're, they're a little bit over-owned, but they just have, they have the highest top stack percentage. So more likely to to play them than someone who's 3% chance of being a top stack and has 8%, uh, like ownership. Um, they're, they've got a really strong lineup one through six, one through seven. If you want to include Bruce and Segura in there, um, how's Godley's power numbers been? Can't imagine good. Yeah. So he wasn't pulled up on fan graphs, uh, like starting pitchers page. So I'm, I'm pulling struggling. Up, I'm pulling him up right now. He's striking uh, out a batter per inning this season. He's just not going deep and yeah, he's already had a couple blowups. So I'd imagine his power numbers, even, even if you include 2019 and 2018, it's, it's really going to be tough. Like he's not getting, he's getting a decent chase rate. Uh, but a lot of last year's numbers were out of the bullpen anyways. Um, He's just his stuff is not deceiving anyone. It looks like ten percent swinging strike rate, um, including last season's numbers. It's I've I've got it for you here. Two thirty seven x ISO against lefties this year. Two ninety eight against righties. If I include twenty nineteen, two twenty five x ISO to lefties in nine hundred and fifty three pitches. Two oh seven x ISO to righties in eight hundred and fifty pitches. He's giving up, you know, basically like a 370 X Woba. Swinging strike numbers look okay-ish, but the rest of this package is not very good. He's getting he's getting hit pretty hard. Yeah, he's. I mean, that's awful. Um, those are some really really bad numbers. Even worse than what I had in my head. Um, I'm. Yeah, you don't need to play godly. So I take back what I said about getting a couple shares. That's that's even too generous. He's only going to go three or four innings at best. You more likely to get Philly stacks or Red Sox stacks. I think Philly stacks okay. just because huge, like really high chance being top stack. Um, and then what I said about the rest of these Red Sox hitters, once you get past the first few, it, it's pretty weak. Yeah. If I'm looking at this, 
just given where the ownership is, I think I'm more likely to have leverage on the Red Sox than the Phillies, but I think my overall ownership would be higher on the Phillies. Sure. Phillies coming in second for me on both sites, um, quite a bit behind the Blue Jays, who we will get to uh, coming up in a little bit. And by a little bit, I mean next. Red Sox favorite bat, who you got? I think I know the answer already. Uh, Devers. Who you got? You have J.D.? Devers. No, it's okay. Devers. Yeah, he's, he's way too cheap. And you get him out of position that isn't an outfield spot. 3K on FanDuel, 4,400 on DK. I don't care how he's hitting this year. It's Devers. 3K on FanDuel? Yeah. Wow. Hmm, they should probably update that. <laughs> and then on the Phillies side, uh, pretty usual for me. I'm going McCutcheon. Um, I don't begrudge anybody picking Hoskins, Bryce, or Real Muto. Yeah, I got I got Bryce there. Um, Real Muto, probably a close second for me. I just I got a thing for uh, leadoff hitters. I hear leadoff hitters get the most at bats. They certainly do. It's pretty helpful for DFS. Certainly is. Orioles and Blue Jays. It's a 4.6 run implied total for the O's. 5.3 for the Blue Jays. Wade LeBlanc going for Baltimore. Nate Pearson going for the Jays. Uh, Pearson picking up a little love. 13% owned on DraftKings where he's 7,400. No love whatsoever going to Wade LeBlanc, which is nice. Although, actually, I wish Wade LeBlanc was getting a lot of love considering how much Mm -hmm. I love the Blue Jays, but... Let's start here. What do you want to do with Nate Pearson against uh, a very terrible Baltimore Orioles team? Yeah, I, he's going to be more in play, I think, for me, once I take out Castillo, because um, he was getting a bunch of my ownership. He was going to be in about half of my lineups. Um, I mean, yeah, he's getting mid-teens ownership. It's not – like, it's still a 4.7 implied total. Uh against Pearson here. And it's not like he's the biggest strikeout pitcher in the world. Um, 20% K rate, like it's okay, but I don't think he's that much different than the guys that are much, much cheaper than him. Like, is he that much different than, than Wade LeBlanc on the other side? Who's not getting any ownership. He's cheaper. Um, I don't know. Maybe what I'm saying isn't, isn't correct, but yeah, I just don't see a, a reason to get to a lot of Pearson, um, because his ownership is also going to come up a little bit. Yeah. The only thing that I want to get to this game without question is Blue Jays bats. And on FanDuel, the stack is going to be pretty owned. Biggio, Grichuk, Guriel, all in the 20s in ownership. That's one, two, three. Double digits on Teoscar and Vlad. So you're getting the stack being normal. On DraftKings, though, I love them on DK, but it's not a traditional stack percentage that's going to trip you up. Grichik is at 17. Guriel is at 12. Brandon Drury is at 25%. He's projected to hit eighth. If you leave him out of there, you're going to have a relatively low-owned and unique Blue Jays pairing. I love getting to a top five of the Blue Jays. I think they have the highest outlook on the slate. This is a ton of righty power going up against Wade LeBlanc in a park where power is great for everyone. What do you want to do with the Blue Jays? Am I crazy? Because I get the Blue Jays no. pretty much always. No, you're not crazy. Um, they're good value and like even their individual hitters based on their total are like all underpriced. Grichuk is way underpriced. I know we thought he was a reverse splits guy f- for a few years of his career, but um, he's just a pretty good hitter for under 4K. Uh, yeah, I would just, you know, if you like the Blue Jays, I would just limit the amount of Drury you can get if he's going to be that highly owned, I get he like makes it the stack work because he's flexible second base and third base eligible, but 2,700, he's one of the worst hitters in the lineup. And uh, that's the guy you should be looking to get out of your stack. It's the Chris Owings effect. And he's not, he doesn't even have a good uh, spot in the order. Like when Chris Owings would bat second a few days last year in the Red Sox lineup and be like 25% and get you like a walk. Um, and all you need to do is just avoid him in a GPP and go to a different bat and you're right as rain. Absolutely. Wade LeBlanc over the past two seasons, 194 X ISO to lefties in 500 pitches, 216 to righties over 1700 pitches. This feels great. There's going to be some runs to be had for the blue Jays. You're trying to buy home runs. And I think this is the best spot to buy them in particular, 
Vlad Guerrero, 4,800 on DraftKings, 2,900 on FanDuel. I don't think he's being owned enough for this spot. Um, Blue Jays are my number one team. Can't get away from them. Yeah. Um, they're they're going to be up there for me. I don't think they're going to – they're probably going to be like fourth or fifth uh, right now, I guess. But you don't like money? so cheap. I, I just don't like the Blue Jays as much as you. That's it's fair. just the, the cheap chalk team, like – they make your lineups project really well, but um, they also are super chalky, like all the time. You're getting the same lineup construction, an expensive yeah, pitcher too, and then so that's my only I, thing with these cheap teams. You know, I love. Pitching. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Favorite Blue Jays bat, Randall G. It's my man. If that dude ever learned how to hit a home run that wasn't a solo shot, it'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that'd be helpful. For stacks. Mm. Miserable. Uh, for me, I mean, Gritchick's price is just silly and broken as far as I'm concerned. Uh, if we're looking for someone in the non-broken price tag category, uh, give me some Vlad Guerrero Jr. Yeah. All right. So we've got three games to go, but I do want to point you guys in the direction of our season-long fantasy football package. If you go to our Twitter account right now, at awesomeo underscore com or scroll up a little bit in YouTube chat to where Nightbot dropped the link about our season-long fantasy football package. I, I, you really should go check this out. You can get uh, a draft kit that includes rankings, projections, sleeper tools, uh, content from all of our experts. You get the draft wingman, which will update your team projections as you are drafting based on whoever you draft. You can also get a bonus. If you're a new FFPC member, you can get a $35 credit when you sign up for an Osmo draft kit. So it essentially ends up being free for you. Uh, Alex is taking his DFS data and his DFS projections and making a set of projections for season long football. I can't think of a better place for you to start. If you're looking for NFL projections, the NFL is coming fast. So I highly recommend you get in on this now again, $29.95 for the season-long package. And if you go to our Twitter account, at Osmo underscore com, I believe it is – well, it was the it was the most recent tweet when I realized I was going to do this read. There are now two – or one more since then, but uh, go check out that tweet. It might even be pinned. Osmo.com slash draft kit will get you right where you want to be. Three to go. It's 12.09. We're going to be seeding this channel back over to the NBA crew right after this. So I think we're about to hit this one on the nose. I'm pretty excited. White Sox and Tigers, 4.9 run implied total for Chicago, 3.7 for the Tigers. Dylan Cease going for the White Sox. Tariq Skubal going for the Tigers. That is the That cannot be a real name. It appears it is. Um, I don't think... He's going to be a guy we play tonight, though. Um, no, not against. Although a uh, decent strikeout rate coming out of Steamer, but I only have him in for four innings today. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you got a big total against him, and just a stacked White Sox lineup. So um, if you could project him for like five, then he would be more in play, I think. Yeah. But um, this White Sox lineup is just so so dangerous. Um, yeah, you also that's also not a great spot to target. Yeah. I mean, for a, from I mean, a strikeout perspective. Yeah, sure. exactly. For strikeouts. Um, but you got to have a lot in the tank to, to be striking these guys out yeah. five innings straight. Um, I think Cease is probably the, the more interesting guy to talk about here. Yeah, 26% owned on DraftKings right now. Yeah, so he, he's got a pretty decent strikeout rate. Uh, it's right around league average. And then he's going to get a bunch of right-handed hitters in this lineup, probably – or, or maybe even five or six, depending on what Detroit does here, depending on if Goodrum's actually in this lineup. Um, so I like Cease. Uh, even though he was like, I wasn't getting to a lot of him before, um, he's another guy that's going to get the trickle down effect from having no Castillo. Um, so he, he's, he's popular. I don't think you're gaining a massive edge with him, but I'm fine playing a, a chalky $8,500 righty against Detroit here. I think he would be my most likely guy to be a giant fade, just given where ownership is and where my rankings are. He's fourth, but he's already showing second highest ownership. And I assume with Castillo out, it goes up. 
I think that I would be more likely to go down on Dylan Cease. Just from an ownership perspective in GPPs, I think that's a spot that I would be looking to go and be a little bit different or be a little bit more aggressive in the Darvish and Carrasco mold or Darvish and Snell mold. Sorry. Uh, I'm definitely not going to get to any Tariq Skubal here um, against the White Sox. White Sox, number eight stack for me, number nine on DraftKings. They're kind of similar to me uh, in terms of them, the Mets, in that the construction of their lineup once we get to lock will determine that order of operations. There's just so many teams in that three to 10 range that it's hard for me to sift through them right now. But if the White Sox continue to go largely unowned, only Tim Anderson is in double digits in ownership, then I want to go to a place where there's a ton of power in the lineup, a lefty starter, so a ton of righty power in the lineup, and a ballpark that is great for home runs. So I really like the White Sox, especially if they're low-owned. I think they could be kind of sneaky. Yeah, they, they do look pretty sneaky right now, and I'm wondering why I'm not getting to much of them. Um, Easy to stack, or, too. Or shortstop, third base, catcher, yeah. first, one, two, three, four. That's a pretty good spot. Yeah, so maybe they just don't grade out as favorably as um, as some of these other teams. Um, it's not like they're crazy over-owned in this top stack tool. They're low-owned. They're a they're, uh, uh, decent chance of being the top stack. And going up against – man, so this Scooble guy – Team B saying he's got a 30% K rate in 80 innings in 2019. Yeah, Cantor uh, 33 dropped a, a little tidbit in uh, premium slack as well. If I check the prospects report from Fangraphs, he's the number five prospect on the Tigers, 23-year-old, uh, 65 graded fastball. That's big time. Uh, average slider, doesn't really have a third pitch, probably going to profile better as a reliever down the line, just given what I see here. Um but there's definitely some stuff to be had yet. Right. 48.2% K rate in double A last year in 2019, only in 42 and a third innings, but still um, the guy could have some stuff. I don't, this seems like a really tough spot to flash a big fastball against a powerful righty team. Right. So, I mean, it's not a very good matchup if he, I mean, it's not that bad, though, because of the, the strikeouts that you get with this White Sox team. So I guess it's the innings that's going to probably end up keeping me off of him. But looking at his stuff, I, I kind of denounced him too quick, I think. Um, and I usually like the great part of having the projections on the site. Um, and you see a name you don't necessarily um, you're not familiar with and he's not projected high. He's not getting owned. That usually means he's probably not that great of a play um, yeah. if you're just going to get a quick look at things. But maybe when you dig in, I mean, if he could strike out six and in four innings, that might be okay at 6,600 here. Yeah, I'm just a, I'm a little bit more worried that his command doesn't find him. And if you end up putting a couple freebies on one, that's going to shorten your leash to being in the game. Mm-hmm. And two, if you're giving up any free additional base runners against this White Sox team, somebody like yeah. Moncada, Grandal, Abreu, Jimenez, Encarnacion, Luis Robert, uh, Mazzara, they're going to make you pay for it. Um, so this strikes me as a really tough spot for Scooble and – if he's not picking up any ownership, then it's whatever. If he starts to pick up a little bit, uh, I think that could be problematic. I think, man, people will talk themselves into this guy. Like, I bet he's 6 7 8% owned by the time we get to lock. Um, people love, in- including me, like, you like being first on a guy. And, sure. Um, especially in DFS and MLB, like, if you can find something, people are saying, yeah, his fastball is a 15% swinging strike alone. Um that's that's really solid. Now, who knows how that'll translate at the major league level, but um, definitely not, not a guy you should just completely write off if he's going to have 0% ownership. Yeah. <laughs> to me, uh, I'm looking to get more of the White Sox bats. Um, they're just all these guys in single digits. Any sort of combination you can get of Chicago, I am in for. If I'm getting anybody from the Tigers, it's probably Nico Goodrum in the leadoff spot, but I don't really see the Tigers as a viable hedge stack either. Uh, do you expect to stack up any Tigers? No, not not against <clears throat> a decent righty in Cease. Um, I got to basically none of them. Okay. Favorite White Sox bat? 
I will take I will take uh, Luis Robert. Have we decided on his? It's been another week. Have we decided on his pronunciation? Um, I swear, I saw someone call him Robert yesterday. I mean, it, I assume it has to be Robert, right? <laughs> it's just it would be it would be Roberts, right? We should know this guy's name by now. He's he's coming and like he hit a bomb yesterday. We're going with Robert. We're going with Robert. No further two, to go, two to go. The Minnesota Jakes, 4.9 run implied total. Four run implied total for the Brew Crew. Kenta Maeda going for Minnesota. Corbin Burns going for Milwaukee. Maeda picking up a little love, but I don't get it. He's 9,700 on DraftKings. Um, he is without question behind Darvish, Carrasco, and Snell. I will have absolutely zero Kenta Maeda. Am I missing something here? Because this seems uh, – I'm shocked that he's at 11%, and that's probably going to go up with Castillo up. Yeah, I think you're just you're kind of paying for the name there, I guess. I got to some of Maeda, uh, but like you said, he's going to go up in our ownership projections when we get updates this afternoon. And you got to be you got to be really good uh, at ninety seven hundred and very efficient uh, is the more important thing. So I get that he's a favorite, but I think that has more to do with, with the Twins bats against uh, Burns than anything. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of indifferent to Maeda tonight. Looking at these exposures here, um, the tw- so. Well, the Brewers, um, they do strike out a lot against righties, 28%. And uh, that's, I guess, what you're paying for Maeda, but he's just so expensive. I don't see him going out and striking out 10 guys or anything like that. Like, I'd rather get to Carrasco. Uh, I think I'd rather get to more Snell than Maeda as well, even though it's in a much tougher matchup. I want to get to Brewers bats against Maeda if he's picking up ownership. As uh, so I, I didn't pay attention to much MLB over the weekend, but has Yelich picked it up at all? Okay, does it scores. change anything? <clears throat> oh no, he's he's still one of the five best hitters in MLB, probably. Right? Um, he's just having a rough stretch. I'm not worried about him at all. If Narvaez is leading off, that's a that's an excellent way to get a catcher option in a game. Yelich in the three hole at 5,100 smoke as a first baseman for 3,400. I think the Brewers are my favorite stack relative to their ownership. Really? Um, I, so I might say the same thing about the twins actually. Okay. Picking up essentially no ownership. Yeah. Uh, They're, they're under 1% right now. That seems like anytime the twins are under 1% and they're not going up against uh, Scherzer or someone like that, uh, Garrett Cole, uh, I'm going to be overweight on that. So they strike out a little bit um, against righties, but they're just so good up and down this lineup. Like they're going to have seven or eight good hitters every single night. They're going to have a rise in there. Uh, it makes things very difficult for opposing pitchers, whether it's a righty or lefty. Uh, they do a good job of mixing righties and lefties together throughout the lineup. So you can't really platoon um, against them very easily. Uh, yeah. The prices are <clears throat> they're a little bit high for like Cruz and Mitch Garver, whose price is broken in the opposite way of Travis Jarnell. Um, but that just makes them a more appealing stack because they're going to have very low owned parts of it um, that are still good hitters. Yeah, I think I'd be more likely to get individual pieces of the Twins lineup than I would to the five man, whereas I think I would truly get a lot of five man Milwaukee Brewers stacks. And it's not going to take much to right. get over the public. Christian Yelich is at 8%, fully unowned for the rest of it. So um, give me Brewers. Give me Yelich as my favorite bat because it's Yelich. But Keston Hira, probably my true favorite coming out of Milwaukee. 3,200 as the second baseman on FanDuel, 4,600 on DraftKings. And if I'm taking anybody from Minnesota, it's not even close. It's definitely Max Kepler in the leadoff spot. I agree with you on both. Definitely Yelich. Um, even if I don't get to Brewer stacks, I will get to some one-off Yelich, some two-man with him and Abisel Garcia or Smoke. And then, yeah, Kepler looks like – I mean, he, he it's a discount you're getting on Kepler for 4700 with the five implied total. Same thing with Polanco. 
Uh, so I see nothing wrong with twins bats. Um, they're grading out favorably on basically every tool that we have on the site. So T McBee said, roll the R up front a bit and drop the T. Pearl bear. I can't roll my R's. So uh, it's just going to be bad. Uh, people are saying, Arr. people are saying Arr. it's Robert. Well, T McBee's telling me different, and I'll trust him over, right. you know, anybody else. So, so we I'll say this much: bad about not. Well, people are like, "How could you not know it by now?" Uh, because the chances of me hearing anyone speak a baseball player's name is like zero. Come on, yeah. Man. I mean, there's so I already not listening to the local color guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll watch like Twins games around at my house just because sure. I live with a bunch of Twins fans, but. Well, and you are the owner, general manager, executive assistant, yeah, yeah. all those great things. Of course, of course. Uh, it, yeah. Not a bad time to be the, the GM of the Twins right now. They're, yeah. they're pretty good, except for pitching. So they're, they'll be good until the playoffs uh, yeah. and then lose in the first round, per usual. But, uh, yeah, positive outlook for, for the Twinkies, my Twins, uh, going forward. Those Minnesota Jakes. Final game of the day. Chicago Cubs, St. Louis Cardinals, Cubs 4.6 run implied total, Cardinals 3.4, 64% chance to win for Chicago. You Darvish going for the Cubs, Daniel Ponce de Leon going for the Cards. Darvish is your chalk pitcher for today, 28% owned on FanDuel, 34% owned on DraftKings. Let me know, are you paying up for you Darvish today against the Cards? Yeah, uh, more than I was going to. Before the show started, we've alluded a bunch of times to the Luis Castillo thing. He was going to be very popular in the same sort of price range. So I will get to more Darvish. I was getting to basically none, uh, no Darvish before. Um, 10-5 here against the Cardinals. It, it's not even that bad of a price. Well, you look at where he ranks in the top pitcher tool, he is the most overrun pitcher currently, and that's only going to go up. So if you use the top pitcher tool, it's not going to love Darvish. Um, and that's kind of my issue with him. Uh, it's really nothing against him. He's probably one of the best, still one of the best raw point options. I think we have him a little bit behind Carrasco in the projections. Um, are you seeing what's going on in YouTube chat right now? Everyone is arguing with T McBee about the pronunciation of this. When T McBee posts a video where he tells you how to say his name and they're like, now the white Sox announcers say it differently. That's, I'm going to go with the, the dude right whose now. name it is. That's everything, though. You got to argue. Come on, it's the internet. I'm going I'm to go with the guy whose name it is. If you like, if we came on the show and I was just like, hi, my name is Josh Engelman. And then a week later, you were like, hey, it says Engelman, but he goes by Williams. Like, that's not going <laughs> to be how this works. Yeah. I are, uh, I'm already telling you what it is. So there we go. Anyway, get back into this. People are crazy. People are crazy. It is the internet. So you just got to take everyone not too seriously, I guess. Um, what about Ponce de Leon at 7K here? We we might get in uh, – I mean, this might be a Wrigley win game in that it's blowing in at 10 miles per hour. So it's not the 25-mile-per-hour gusts um, straight in, but it, it's really low totals suggesting that it is a Wrigley win game. I could get to him. I, 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 like, there, could I to be enough, there could be enough strikeouts here. And if that's enough to limit some of the righty power from Chicago, I don't hate it at 7K. I've got him in for four and two-thirds innings. Like yeah. I think that's enough for a paydown option that's not picking up too much ownership. Yeah, so he's actually one of my favorite guys right now, um, just based on what Vegas expects from the Cubs here. So as is the, always the case with Wrigley – uh, the totals can jump around based on how the wind is blowing an hour before the game. Um, it might be a crosswind by the time you get to the game. It might be blowing out by the time we get to the game. So hard to say exactly, but he's got a 27% K rate going back to the start of last season. I know he doesn't go very deep, but you've got him for four and two thirds. I'm assuming Alex has him for like around five innings somewhere in there. Uh, but the point is he can get to five innings. Um, and it's not like a 95th percentile outcome like it is with some of these other guys. Um, I think somewhat regularly he gets to five innings. The problem is always the walks with him. Um, he's got good strikeout stuff, but he he can just completely blow up 
um, and have the wind blowing in not even matter. So pretty risky option, but one that I'm going to be taking a bunch of shots on tonight at 7K. Do you take any shots on Cubs bats or does the wind keep you out of there? I mean, with, with a guy like Ponce de Leon, he, he can just load up the bases quick with walks. He's got a 13% walk rate. Steamer uh, projects a 14. Yeah. So, so even he, worse. Mean, and then you've got some high upside bats with the Cubs, Schwarber, Rizzo, um, like even Ian Happ for 3,200 uh, against a righty here. Like, yeah, I could, I could see getting to some Cubs for sure on the other side and having, I mean, definitely want both sides of this, assuming the wind isn't like, there's not like crazy gusts in by the time we get to the game. I don't mind the Cubs. They are sixth for me. Again, so much of this will depend on the way run totals move and the way the orders come out. Uh, Cubs can go as high as three, as low as 10. Uh, let's just sum this all up now because we only have three minutes left before we want to turn this one over to the NBA Live Before Lock guys. They're going to have quite the crew breaking down this final hour before NBA Lock. So favorite pitcher for the day and who are your favorite stacks on DraftKings? Favorite pitcher, uh, Carrasco. Um, favorite stacks, uh, I really like the Mets and then – I'm going to load up on the twins if they don't, their ownership doesn't come up significantly. Um, another stack I like, I mean, I like the blue Jays stack, but they're just really popular. So I don't think I'm saying anything so helpful there. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go with those three. All righty. On FanDuel for me, it's Darvish and Snell. If Darvish continues to be like three times his own to Snell, then it's Snell. Uh, Blue Jays are my top stack by a country mile. After that, I'm going to start sifting through it. So Rays, Brewers, Cubs, they're going relatively unowned compared to where I have them ranked. They'd be the teams that I'd like to take a, a bigger bite out of on FanDuel if I get the chance. 260 people, 111 likes. I'll take what I can get. But if you can drop a couple extras on there on our way out the door, that would be great. Again, NBA Live Before Lock coming up right now. Different link, but coming up right now. Jake, you're going to be live in like 15 minutes or so talking NHL. PGA show at 2.30. We got tons of content. Everybody, tune in. Best of luck today. Jordan, hit the music. We out of here. I didn't time it well.